How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Oh my goodness, you guys. Happy Friday. I'm so excited about today's show because it is such a hot topic and I have such an amazing evolved male guest to share with you how to charge your own love batteries. Now, it was so funny when I was preparing for this show, I um I have I don't know, I have a really amazing magnet and it just pulls everything that I need just before I need it and I need to just trust that that's what it'll do. And so this article came in from Wealth Simple magazine where this person was asking this Ask Polly about how to be married. And so what Ask Polly says is we fall in love and believe that our lives will be shiny forever because we finally got our person. But the sad fact is that all mortals are disappointing and we smell bad a lot of the time. (laughs) So I don't think that our lives have to be less than delightful. I do think that there are very simple, very beautiful, very elegant ways to charge our own love batteries. And so I came across a post of berries on Instagram. We know each other. We're both students of human design and the gene keys. And Barry uses it in his practice working with um, singles and couples, I believe. Singles and couples, right, Barry? Mostly women and mostly single. However, I don't turn them away if they're in couples. <laughs> so he's here and I'm going to introduce him and then we're just going to freaking go for it. But I want you to know that you're in the correct place. So you're in the correct place if you want to discover your own love batteries and what fuel they run on. It's going to be very specific to you what fuel your love batteries run on. If you want to learn what thriving in love relationships means to you as an individual and how to calibrate your reality to bring that forward for you, to delight in, to enjoy, and to find out how to be kind to your own feminine heart instead of what you've been doing lately, which hasn't been working. So Barry is an inspirational speaker, relationship expert, best-selling author, and spiritual guide. He's a passionate champion for the divine feminine dedicated to helping strong, successful women create greater balance in love, life, and business. And he is on a mission to awaken women to own and express their feminine magnificence and majesty in love and in the world. He helps his clients attract relationships that are equal to who they really are. 
Now, you're going to look at the show notes if you're watching this on the replay. If you're like, I need to know that Barry, you can sniff him out on his website, barryselby.com. He's been doing this for a long time. His resume goes on and on and on. So this, he's not a noob in this place and space. And what really attracted me, Barry, to bringing you on the show was what you were talking about, like how to charge your own love batteries. And I even had a conversation. I had an amazing astrology reading, amazing. And she was talking to me about like maybe your primary love language that you think is your primary love language isn't your primary love language. And you're just barking up the wrong tree. And I was like, whoa, that never occurred to me never occurred to me that I was like having the wrong fuel for my primary love language. No wonder I'm undernourished in my primary <laughs> love language. It's not even the right frequency for me. So having a look at all of that, Barry, knowing what you know, um, can you share a little bit with us about what you were thinking when you were talking about charging your own love batteries or fueling your own love batteries? Well, thank you for the introduction, by the way, and thanks for having me on the show. This is great to actually connect this way because we've usually done things sort of one way than the other way. So this is nice to be live together. Um, for me, the I use the term love battery basically because self-love is so overused. And yes, that's what I'm talking about. However, self-love is not just what it's about. There's more to it than this. So first of all, to talk about the love languages, which I think you're referring to, which is Gary Chapman's book, um, it's important to do the test every couple of years because you might find your love languages shift and change so that might be what happened with your reading or you may just assume without checking in the first place because some people do that they go oh i know my physical my, my physical touch is my language but it might be quality time you don't know so it's worth checking out which one you, you, you thrive on but the second piece is that and this is a broad topic in a sense is that we have been externally referenced for most of our lives we've been trained by our culture by the mute by all the love songs we hear god so many of those and movies you know, I mean, Jerry Maguire, that famous quote, you complete me, is, a, is proof positive that we're trained to think that when the other person shows up, we will feel whole. Mm. And that's an implication that we're never whole to the other person who shows up. So, of course, the battery is never going to be full because we don't fill it up ourselves. We're waiting for that person, that, that knight in shining armor to come riding up and provide us with a fuel for our battery so we feel whole. Mm. For the women, especially, that is. <laughs> Most men aren't waiting for a knight in shining armor. Um, some are. It's <laughs> so not your target sorry. audience. <laughs> right, my target and just to be transparent, I was a knight for a while. I actually had a license plate in my car that said white knight because I went through a training where we got labeled certain ways. Anyway, so that was an experience I had that proved to me that being a white knight sucks. <laughs> to be transparent. And so this journey been on for a long time is learning how to navigate life from a self-facilitated or self-fueled place. Ooh. And I like the term love battery because especially as we're moving to the world of electronic you know, EVs and stuff with cars that are battery driven, it's just better than saying, you know, your gasoline tank. <laughs> so yeah. It's even more, yeah, it's environmentally conscious. Yes, it's green. <laughs> it's the correct fuel. <laughs> but that's the thing is that a lot of people are trained to think that they're going to be saved by somebody or they're going to find their true love and then everything will work out. The whole stomach conversation, which is so overused as well. I mean, I, I can count at least three people I've met in my life who were soulmates not romantic at this point but we've been together before there's some connection there mm -hmm. so this whole thing about your one true soulmate for me is is baloney I just don't agree with it at all mm -hmm. so 
the self-support piece is we haven't been trained that way. I mean, our parents probably didn't raise us that way. And there's no school curriculum about self-support, self-love, self-trust, self-care, all these things. And for most women, especially, um, and I work mostly with women who've been in the corporate world for a while, so they're in their 40s, they've done some work, and they've basically built their life around, in a lot of ways, competing with the men. Mm. Because the business world is structured for men in the first place, because men created it. And women have been trying to fit in the same way, so they've been putting themselves in boxes that don't belong in. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to put like, you know, trying to put a, a solar ray into a small box, it doesn't work because the energy is very different. Now, for most women, they haven't learned yet how to express or lead from the feminine in the business work. And so when they come home, they're almost kind of stuck in this male mindset, this masculine or actually macho, I call it, mindset that isn't helping them thrive. And so a lot of times to my clients, I would say the best thing you do for yourself, especially if you're naturally feminine, which most women are, because they've got to be careful to say it's not all women and not all men are masculine and feminine, just the general population. And so for women, I recommend you get home and like, you know, treat yourself to like a bubble bath or to doing a yoga class, something that puts you back in your feminine because movement is a feminine activity, by the way. And nurturing activities are feminine as well. So for a lot of women I work with, it can be that simple to start with, to start filling up their battery from the self-care focus. Like what can you do to nurture your natural resonance? Because most women have been trained to be out of their femininity and into like the male mindset to do things. And then when they come home, or they go to bars and meet men, I I dated women like this, so I know what it's like. And it'd be like this, banging heads, because it'd be like masculine energy, masculine energy. And it's like, it's almost competitive, which is what masculine energy is. Mm-hmm. So women aren't, they're not getting what they want. And they're not getting men they want either, because the men they're generally meeting, which is what I was back then, were the nice guys or the weak ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd only be safe with the bad boys who were treated badly anyway. Mm-hmm. This whole structure of that relationship paradigm was messed up in the first place. So to be in the fancy driven mindset to when my my night comes along to save me from all this crazy dating stuff i'll feel okay how long do you want to wait you know yeah what a great question how long do you want to wait and it's interesting the next thing that i wanted to ask you about is um our capacity for joy Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you're a student of Dr. Joe Dispenza as well. And he talks in his book about our capacity, what I call our capacity for joy. And mm-hmm. he, he talks about it more clin- clinically, um, like basically that we're addicted to feeling crappy. And um, I would like to talk about our, capa- our, our tiny capacity for joy. <laughs> and so... In relationships, especially female relationships, what I do notice is how programmed a woman is to turn her joy over. Like, here's my joy over to someone else. And, you know, do we turn it over to our kids? Yes. Do we turn it over to our spouses? Yes. Do we turn it over to a special, you know, a potential love interest? Yes. And our friends and our community and work and, you know, so it's almost like an abdication of the responsibility of our capacity for joy. Sorry, you. Yeah, so I'm just wondering, like, what's your perspective on that? And, you know, maybe like without letting the whole cat out of the bag, maybe (laughs) uh, like in the next segment, we end up talking about the mindset 
behind mm-hmm. charging your batteries. And then the segment after that, we talk about um, your body and charging your batteries. Um, but like, what's sort of like a little amuse-bouche that you can give us about the power of joy and like our capacity for joy and how much that can increase when we're actually in the right mindset or in the right taking care of our body space? As I say, that was a Canadian term. I think you just dropped in the love that. A moose bouche? <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, like a sanitizer. It's like, it makes my mouth happy. Ah, okay. Good to know. Yes. So I know what you, I figured what you meant, but I was like, interesting term. That, that um, training or, in, or, or belief that you, you have to put your joy outside yourself and to be with the kids, the, the, the partner, whatever it is. That's the question, because it means that we put our source outside ourselves. Uh-huh. You know, we say, we, we say like, you know, they're the ones that make me happy or they're the ones that are responsible to make me happy, even worse. Yeah. And that becomes the trap because when we're doing that, first of all, they don't know that's the job they sign up for. We <laughs> sign them up without telling them. That's not <laughs> like that was you know? in the fine print. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so we're trapped in this paradigm where we're thinking they're going to take care of us and they have no clue they have to. Uh. And even in primary relationships, you know, to death was pardoned, to love and to cherish all these different things. There's nothing in there about, I, num- I must make happy. But we oh. think that's the rules. So it's a total mismatch of values. It's like, recognize that it's up to you to be happy. And then show that, and, and this is what I talk about is with the love batteries, like your abundance, your overflow is what helps your partner. You're ideally, both partners. Them. Yes, because both partners ideally are filling up their own love batteries. When they do that, then the relationship can really thrive. But when one is depleted, one's filled up, it's uneven. Now, there are circumstances where it might happen. You know, it might be particularly down, might go through a grief process or a trauma or some sort of issue. Then the other battery is full, can hopefully hold for the one that's depleted. But normally, when you're both okay, you're both in overflow and abundance. You fill up your own batteries first so they can be together in, in overflow and abundance. That, that's what a healthy relationship really is. That's really beautiful. I just want to repeat that for you viewers in a way that I've heard it we're not bringing our broken down shitty 10 year old car battery and trying to like plug it into, you know, our new partner's beautiful Mercedes Benz. Like, and I see that over and over again in, in business relationships, in personal relationships where people have depleted, like I work primarily with women who are in burnout. And so there's, you know, chemical burnout, emotional burnout, relationship burnout, like all the burnouts. And, you know, so there can be like, almost like a panic, like, I need to plug in and I need to plug into another person. Right. And you guys, I really want you to notice where, and it's not wrong. I mean, this is just bad stuff that you've picked up from somewhere, like maybe off the internet or, you know, some soap opera TV show, you know, Jerry Maguire, you complete me. And, and like, please do watch Jerry Maguire again. I'm like, that is not a relationship for you. Run. (laughs) (laughs) Run. Agreed. Agreed. All right, well, we are heading into our first break. After the break, we're going to start to talk about the mindset of charging your own batteries. And from a space and place of when your batteries are charged, you're full of joy, you're full of vitality, you're full of all of the things that you are looking for from the other person, sort of quintessentially. But once you're full of it, what else is available? 
What else is available when your joy quotient is like at 10 out of 10? You have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. I am here with my beautiful guest, Barry Selby. You're going to want to join us after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. And we are back. Oh, my goodness. So I am here with my guest, Barry Selby, who is an inspirational speaker. He's also the author of a book called 50 Ways to Love Your Lover. However, what if you could love you so much better than you have been loving you? And this is a conversation that Barry and I had, and I just really want to invite you to the place in space. Like fall is one of those times of the year where people kind of lose their ability to take really great care of themselves. Like I notice it over and over again, like they kind of burn out over the summer. My primary um, people that I work with are people who are in burnout. And so, you know, by the time they get to fall, they're like, well, shit, <laughs> that's not working <laughs> the way I want it to. Right. And, you know, so the idea of charging your own love batteries or keeping your own love batteries filled with the correct fuel, with the correct fuel was something that I really wanted to talk to you about. And like probably everybody who's listening to this knows about the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's been around long enough. I kind of want to talk to you about the mindset. Like, I love to talk about the lies, because the lies are really, really showing us where the truth is. And so if we can get past the lies, uh, we can really get to the customized truth for us and so when you think about the law of attraction like okay well the vibe that i'm putting out into the universe is attracting these bad boys you know 
what can I do? What's wrong with me that I attract people like that? And I want you to give us some framing or some mindset behind the law of attraction and what we're attracting and how can we better calibrate our mindset though it's so it's not actually draining us it's nourishing us right so <clears throat> the way i like to put the law of attraction is it's a feedback system you know most people don't think see it that way they look at this going what's going to get me what i want it's like well if you're not getting what you want that's feedback so you, right so so the law of attraction is and i say this it's like the way that I remember saying to him, the, way the, um, the term from my spiritual community is that the God is no respecter of, of personality. Meaning Say that, that again? God is no, is no respecter of personality. Mm. Meaning that like the law of attraction doesn't care what you think you want. It, it cares what you say, what you declare, what you state. Mm. But the thing is, most of us don't actually know that what we're saying is this, but what we're actually saying is over here somewhere. Yes. And that's a missed piece because the and i know this from my experiences where i've i've had things show up totally different from what i expected because i didn't realize that i've been asking for something else separately so let me bring this into relationship context first because this is where i like juice my work is a lot of times is that if if whoever's watching this is willing to look back at the history of their relationships if they can notice the common threads that go back three or four relationships maybe into their, their, their teens and 20s even that early on they may notice a common thread now, the partners may change, but the same experiences happen. Yeah. Now, for most of us, in fact, 99.9% .9 of us, our relationship um, criteria or choosing ability or attraction is actually programmed into us from when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite books, uh, one, of, one of my funny books, sorry, is Bruce Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief. And he talks about how the formative years from like zero to six, seven years old are when we're basically learning about the world because none of us are born with user manuals or how-to guides, you know? And our parents don't get them either. So we're basically blind, the blind leading the blind, so to speak. So for most of us as kids, we learn by watching, by observing, and by hearing what's going on. So we learn to walk, we learn to run, how we learn to eat, all these different things we learn from our parents or the caregivers who take care of us. And then what happens is that we also take in how they act towards each other. Especially if they're a couple. I mean, if you're a single parent, it's a different story in terms of what you get imprinted with. But the same thing still applies. What you observe from the big people around us, the gods who are big, tall people around us, is the way life is. Mm -hmm. And so we go, that must be the way it is. I mean, the three-year-old mind doesn't go, hmm, is that real or not? It takes everything in because we're very trusting as young kids. And then around six, seven years old, our conscious mind sort of comes online, so to speak. And it's like a gatekeeper. It sorts out what comes in. It filters what is being given to us. And we go, that works, that doesn't work. And we choose accordingly. However, we're at the gatekeeper with a warehouse behind us of all the things we've been taking in for the last six, seven years. So as an adult, we say, well, I know what I want. It's this relationship. But our subconscious mind is like, no, 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 you want this relationship. And our subconscious mind is, is thousands of times more powerful. Magnitude, um, what do you call this thing? Magnitude is more powerful than our conscious mind is, mm -hmm. which is when the law of attraction becomes a feedback system. Because you're not getting what you want and you get something else, then it may be a clue like, what is it I'm actually thinking? What am I really running the show on? For example, just to, to speak my own experience, when I'm in my early dating life, I remember vividly that every girl I went out with, would the relationship would end with an argument. Every single one of them. 
And it's, I mean, from like late teens to mid twenties. I didn't know why at the time, but hindsight being 2020, I could see that my choice of relationship was one where, well, let's put it this way. My family upbringing, when you raise in a reserved English Jewish family, was very stoic. That's a polite word. <laughs> Unemotional is another way of putting it. I, and it's funny, my, mom, my dad, passed away, dad passed away recently, my brother and I have been talking, you know, detecting back and forward. And he was confirming for me what realizing is like, he never hugged us as kids. We, we didn't have that because he was emotionally, well, he's English, somewhat emotionally stunted. <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of, sort of. But it meant, it meant, though, that also he didn't express, he, he didn't emotionally express, he didn't emote, he didn't communicate. A mother did. So we got the love and affection from her. And when she passed away, our family did have a certain shift energetically because the, the feminine energy was gone from the family, so to speak. Now, thankfully, I've been on this path for many years. So by the time that happened, I, I mean, I've done a lot of work with my parents in my own background and my, in my master's program to heal that relationship inside. But the thing was, is that my parents didn't argue in front of the kids, as far as I remember. I don't have a conscious memory. I don't think subconsciously either, because every woman I went out with, when we had an argument, I will quit because my wiring was that relationships and, I should say, love and arguments don't go together. Mm. That was the program I took on. Now, that, 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 that's actually not as bad as some other people's choices because some people go through abusive upbringings where they choose abusive partners without realizing it. And this is the thing. I've worked with many clients on this. And I've seen many friends as well go through this and ex-partners who were choosing partners when they were younger who were abusive to them and they couldn't figure out why. But when they said, well, what happened to your parents? Oh, well, my dad was, was, a, was yelling at my mom or he was always abusing her or whatever it was. And you go, do you not see the connection between the two? And so the law of attraction being what it is, if our subconscious mind is saying you need to attract relationships that are, are abusive or addictive or deserting or abandoning or yelling, which is what I one was, or should say non-yelling, then I would be in a relationship with somebody that would, would bring that forward and I then I'd bail. Mm-hmm. And so for all of us, we have traits and wiring that's below the conscious level, so to speak, that is driving our relationship choices until we choose to change it. But many people, they never do because they're not aware of it, you know? Yeah. And I would say this is something, you guys, that you have to pay attention to with the utmost kindness, with an absolute professional. This is not something that you can like, like I I recommend you get Barry's book, but Barry's book is going to be the end all solution. No. (laughs) And you know, my, um, it's funny, like, I I would say that I, you know, because I'm psychic, because I'm empathic, because I know the future, um, I have made men's lives better, uh, who didn't deserve me. (laughs) Let's just, let's just put that right there. What a gift. What a gift. (laughs) Yeah. So, and now I don't spend a whole lot of time worrying about like okay well you know why did I do that it's very interesting like Barry and I are both students of uh, human design and the gene keys and so we both Mm -hmm. use that in our work and it's super indicative like you can see right on somebody's chart uh, if they had a crappy childhood home and so if you're in open meditation which you are as a baby all the way up to the age of six or seven, you're in open meditation. And so you receive everything without judgment. And so if you are attracting these relationships where people are 
emotionally unavailable or physically unavailable or mentally unavailable or, or just like not doing the things that fill your cup, then there's nothing wrong with that. You need to just notice that there's some, you know, there's a glitch in the system. Your algorithm isn't set to allow you to have the correct relationships. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait. (laughs) For the limited price of, you know, like whatever you spend to get to where you are. Like I would say, without a word a word of a lie i've spent half a million dollars on my transformation from my really shitty really abusive childhood home to who i am today the person who is functional enough to have my own online show and functional enough to work with really excellent clients and getting them excellent results and it was worth it every freaking penny of that student loan was worth it. And so to get to where you want to be, which is a fully functioning being who has the ability to charge their own batteries, because once you have that, imagine, (laughs) imagine. Just imagine. (laughs) Just imagine the type of people that you could be interacting with. Like the minute you're full, the minute you're not needy, the minute you just are switched on and running on all batteries, I'll tell you what, you will glow so bright that the correct people will come full. It will be weird. You'll be just like, I was at the grocery store and somebody hit on me and I kind of thought I might go for it. And, you know, I see this all the time, you know, when people are correct in the frequency that they're being and they're getting the right amount of support from the correct professionals to be that way and they're patient and they're willing to invest money in it it's huge huge and your business life will change your financial life will change your physical form will change your shithead friends who only phone you to talk about themselves will stop disappear yeah yeah (laughs) You know, like it, it's, it'll be a peeling off process. It's not going to be all, you know, rainbows and butterflies. It might be hard on your body, which we're going to talk about next, but totally freaking worth it. Yes. So we're heading into another break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I'm here with my amazing guest, Barry Selby. And I really would love to invite you to join us after the break on Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness. Can you believe it, you guys? We are halfway through this show. I don't want it to end. I'm having so much fun. So in this segment, we talk about the body. We talk about the body and how much your body is such a gorgeous place for one, for you to receive transformation, for you to receive just everything. Your body's the magnet, guys. And we talk about this over and over again. If your body is offline, if your body's broken down, if your body's burnt out, your aura will be set to fuck off. <laughs> and there's been so many times in my life where my aura was just said to fuck off and very subtle thank you yeah well i'm not subtle i'm like say it as it is and right. you know my correct clients love that about me they're like oh jennifer will just say what the word what the room is thinking and i've done that my entire life i want to in the body part i want to talk about subconscious programming about men and I was raised in a household where there was a ton of it it was like you know yeah you have a dad but he's kind of a no good guy and now you have a stepdad and he's kind of a no good guy and I think what happened was my body picked that message up and so it's been running through my life as an unconscious program that receiving from men is difficult. Like you have to do a song and dance to receive from men, or you have to go to bed with them to receive from them. Or you have to, you know, if they're like the authoritarian type, you have to do exactly what they say if you want to receive from them and so when we talk about the body it just it what do I really want to say here there's such a shutdown and and in my business I'm I'm coming to a point I promise in my business life I've learned that men are great they're great. Like I would much rather in my, my real estate business world, before I moved into coaching, I was in real estate mortgages and finance and investments and handling huge portfolios of real estate and giant budgets. And my contractors were wonderful, but only if I approached them as a woman, if I approached them as a macho dude, mm -mm, not going to fucking happen. But if I asked them to meet me in a parkade to look at some pipes, they would be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we could talk about like, yeah, what is that? 
what does that bring up for you? I don't even really have a question. Do you get the nuance of what I'm asking? Yeah, well, a couple of things. Um, just to close off something from the last segment, it's like when you start to really heal those parts inside and you do the, do the internal emotional work to heal, you do become more attractive because you start shining light brighter. And so physically, you start showing up more open, more full, because the thing is most people, I've, I mean, I've seen them on the streets all the time, you know, walking around with their heads dropped down or their shoulders slumped or their whole body postures collapsed because they haven't healed their own emotional experience. Mm-hmm. So our physical body reflects how we feel about ourselves. Totally. So look in the mirror and just see how you, what you're thinking because you'll basically see your reflection back to you. So first of all, you can change your body posture by doing the inner work. The second piece though is, and this is one of the things that I've worked with on my clients. That's why in my bio it says about I'm a passionate champion of the divine feminine. Um, it's a quick story. In the, this is uh, 14 years ago when I started this part of the journey. I've done this work for 35 years, but the last 14 years, after my last bad breakup, three in a row, same thing happened all three times. Duh, must be me. But I was out of alignment with, right, but I was out of alignment with my masculine because I, did, I didn't know there was such a thing at that point. I hadn't learned this place. And so I ended up doing a training that was got serendipitously led to by a friend, a woman I'd never met before, but she became a friend, friend very quickly. And in this workshop, we were doing what was basically the masculine feminine embodiment practices. So the men on one side of the room, women on the other side of the room, which kind of reminded me of Jewish upbringing where the men and women were sit separately, which is the synagogue I went to. Anyway, so we do the practice through the weekend. And on the Sunday afternoon, we come back into the room and we'd been building all weekend. And instead of just sitting down in the room, just doing, doing um, Q&A lecture with the speakers up front, we stood facing each other. And there were about 50 men, 50 women facing each other. And we were embodying the masculine energy. We'd be working all weekend and we were doing the same with the feminine. I'd never experienced this before. I had 50 goddesses radiating their love at me and I almost fell over. Uh-huh. The power of that was transformational for me. And it was a recognition for me, just the, ma- the magnificence that women carry, which at that point I didn't understand or know about. But when that moment happened, it's like, oh, I get it now, which is why I've been dedicated to that ever since. So for women and the feminine, the feminine arts, the feminine practices, which is not something I embody, but I know how to talk about it and help women understand it and also hold the space so they know what a masculine man feels like on the other side of the coin, there's the other part of it. When women own their feminine, what they start to discover and what I keep telling women about wherever I can is that when you own your feminine, you're more powerful than you ever could be when you're in your masculine. The feminine energetic is the one of the analogies I use is that, that, especially right now, because I live in LA and outside of Long Beach Harbor, there are so many big container ships, massive ships that take like three miles a turn, waiting to get into the port because there's such a backlog. Well, those ships are like the masculine energy. They're big, solid. They're very slow to turn, but they're very directional. The feminine energy is the ocean it sits on. Mm-hmm. And when women get that the power they have is that big, many, many, many times bigger than the masculine energy, because again, society has been built by men and strength was based on physicality, which men can carry around, although we couldn't give birth to children, not our skills there or our comfort level, Please but women it. can. No, but it's the thing, but, but the fact that women can handle that much pain, that much challenge that most men couldn't handle is a clue that maybe women are stronger than men in more ways than one. Mm. And so when women recognize their feminine power is more powerful than their masculine, and ideally, the more women own the feminine, we could change the whole business world as well and the way the world works because the feminine energy is collaborative and cooperative with what we need more than ever. That will change everything. And for women to, to embody that in their physicality, and it's not about necessarily being sexy, certainly. I mean, there's certainly part of it they want to be that way. But the fact that when they carry themselves, they own who they are. 
the movement, the flow. There's, a, I mean, the feminine grace and flow is one of the things I love most. I mean, it's, it's a turn on too, just to be transparent. But it's very different from a lot of men and women I know who I've seen and dated some of these, whose shoulders are squarer than mine were. They're like so mm-hmm. tough and strong. And I talk about how one of the energetic things women can do, energetic things women can do, is notice when they're walking along or running or doing something, either leading with their shoulders or their hips. And it may not necessarily be like physically moving one for the other, but where the energy is. If the energy is up here, it's more masculine. When it's just down in the hips, it's more feminine in the way that they're being carried themselves. And the posture may not shift that much, but they'll feel it internally. And it's one thing that feminine has is the ability to feel more deeply. So it's one of the pieces. The other part is, and this is one of the things that's going on too, is that women are having burnout, as you said, because they're actually not honoring their feminine hearts. Exactly. They've been, you know, they're, they're, they're doing things that are so masculine, macho mindset that a lot of, lot of um, closing off emotions, which is one thing that hurts, but also like being so competitive and combative, which is what masculine energy is when it's in its strength or can be, that women are losing touch with their sisterhood and their connection with other women losing touch with their ability to take care of themselves the way that they really need to. You know, I mentioned at the beginning about doing bubble bars and things like that is that that's not a softness. That's a, that's a, that's a, um, it's like a healing energy and doing things that are nurturing and, and um, re- what's the word for? Not responsive. Rejuvenating. That's the word. Thank you. Rejuvenating. Perfect. Mm. So when women do things to rejuvenate themselves back to their feminine, they can handle the world much more easily. Mm. I love those points. I love those points. And this is something that I have gotten flack for. I bathe twice a day and I don't screw around. Like I put beautiful bubble bath in there. (laughs) I put a half a ton of Epsom salts in there. I need it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so for me to be me out in the world and need to be any use to anybody, but actually my profile, I'm not actually here to be useful. I'm just here to be delightful and that's it. <laughs> so don't expect me to be useful to you, but I will show you some fun things where your life can be completely delightful. And so those feminine practices, I love this concept, you know, like there's been so much on the media about, um, you know, non-binary and, you know, mm-hmm. like just really giving people freedom but while you're giving people freedom you're also chopping them up into 80,000 pieces is this is what I'm shown in my head when I think about um you know what's coming out and towards us about being a man being a woman Mm -hmm. being you know someone with an innie and someone with an (laughs) outie and for me if I don't take care of myself I'm just depleted. You know, one of the big whys for me is I've had four massive burnouts in my life, massive. And the reason why I'm so susceptible to it is because I'm so sensitive and women are sensitive. Women are susceptible. And so if we're trying to be men, which in the business world, um, your role models in many cases are men and and then the women who are in the business world who have been my role models have had male role models and so it becomes like you know third generation female macho or or 
you guys yeah. get the energy of what I'm saying. So it's not actually correct. And I'll tell you what does work in the business world, if you are in the business world, is to be in your feminine energy. Like I used to phone my contractors and I'm like, it's your favorite property manager calling. <laughs> and you could feel them. They were like, oh, it's Jennifer. They were so right. excited to hear from me. And you know, I had huge, well, I'm a manifesting generator. So, and I'm a two, four, which is called the natural. Mm -hmm. So when I go into a workplace, I go fast and I'm able to pick up the nuance, which helps me with my clients. Uh, but what I want to bring you to guys is that the more you be you and peel off the lies that aren't you and nurture you, nurture your beautiful body, have as many freaking baths as you want, stand in the shower for like a half an hour. Who cares? You don't have to prove it to anybody what you need to be you. What you do need to be you in many cases is to hire somebody to help you be you. And you might even not know who you are. In many cases, the stuff I show people with my charts and, you know, with, with my intuition, people are like, oh, I always wondered that about me. And once I give them permission, and I'm sure once you give them permission, Barry, it's just so astonishing, the transformation that's available to them. Yeah. Yeah. So we're heading into the break. Can you believe it? three quarters of the way through the show. After the break, uh, Barry has a really great invitation for you that I'm going to recommend that you take him up on. It's not fully ready, but we're going to give you the, the amuse-bouche about what's coming down the pipe and why you're going to want to pay attention. So please join us after the break. You've been listening to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I'm here with my amazing guest, Barry Selby. The show is called Big Fat Lies and we are on Inspired Choices Network. See you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. Oh my goodness, can you believe it? We are almost finished here. I just wanted to repeat this. This is something that Barry has said. Your physical body reflects how you feel emotionally. So you become more attractive when you do the emotional work to heal. Oh my God. You're like, do I need Botox? No, you just need to be freaking happy. Seriously. And the thing, one of the gifts of the feminine is, is and you said about the really attract what you want. The masculine is projective, the feminine is attractive. That's the two different energies, energies and polarity. And I've, I've got great teachers I've studied with who I love referring people to as well. 
And so when I teach this stuff, I don't help women remember is because they are magnets to everything, it's important to first of all be selective, but secondly, to actually boost your power. And being in the place you do the emotional work, women radiate and become more attractive. So ladies, if you're not getting what you want in relationship, like you're not finding the right sort of men, when you start to do this work, you become more attractive. But the thing about it is when you become more attractive, you also become more selective. Mm. So you're not just going to pull in everything out there. You become more discerning. And that makes it much easier. Oh, that's so good. Um, I was doing some manifesting work uh, in what year was that? 2011. I was doing some manifesting work on attracting a soulmate partner. And I downloaded a whole protocol for myself uh, during a meditation. And so I was doing this protocol and I got rear ended in my car five times, five times. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I just like conscious me now is like, oh, my God, that is so hilarious. So any of those five people could have been a potential soulmate partner, but I just didn't get it. except for one of them was like this 19 year old kid so maybe that was just like fun for a weekend (laughs) (laughs) you never know (laughs) i'm not sure everyone who crashed into you was meant to be a partner i'm not sure maybe i'm not sure but my magnet was definitely on so barry i wonder (laughs) if you can let us know one what is your course that you're building right now tell us about it Tell us who it's perfect for and tell us where to find it before we, before we burst. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I've been on a rant for quite a while about self-love as I may have mentioned earlier, but the reality is for most of us is we put again, so much energy outside ourselves to get what we want that we forget there's something inside to be done first. And that my new is a, it's a group program I'm putting together. It's going to launch next month is the plan. Um, although with the holidays, I'm not sure it's going to fit. We'll see if it works. But basically, it is a program called Love from the Inside Out. Mm. Because literally, that's what it's about. You know, when you fill up your own battery first, then you can be more attractive and attracting to what you want to have. And so the, the course is, I mean, let's just say this way. I'm having a hard time narrowing it down because I've got so much stuff to teach. <laughs> it's a six-year-long course with Barry Selby. <laughs> <laughs> that's the extended version. Yeah, now, the yeah. plan right now feels like this is going to be about a seven-week journey. So it won't be seven, six years, seven weeks, and more manageable. Um, but it's I'm already put, I've already got so much stuff. I'm like, well, it will fit in seven weeks. So there's so much stuff. And it's, I mean, because the thing about it is self-love for me is an umbrella. Because self-love is about taking care of yourself. So self-care. It's about being worthy of deserving because you may have got some beliefs that you're not. It's about building up your own self-trust because you may not have relied upon yourself before the right ways. You may have had a lot of limiting beliefs about you're not trustable or not worthy. So these are components within the course and there's so much more to it besides that. But, uh, but again, it's like fitting, fitting, <laughs> like an elephant into a small box. It's, there's a lot of work, which is taking so much time. So um, I think you've got the link for the course. If I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah it's going to go, it'll be in the show notes, you guys. Uh, if you're watching live, you're going to have to swirl around and uh, look for the show notes on the replay. Also just reach out to me. Uh, wherever you are on social media at Jennifer Kramer Lewis, wherever you are on social media to Barry at Barry Selby, let them know that you're a listener of the Big Fat Lies show and or let us know, not let them know, but that's our staff. <laughs> let our staff know. Well, and by the way, uh, and um, we'll give you the link. 
Instagram changed because I used to have Barry Selby on Instagram, but that got named that account got hacked. So I've been so I've been the real Barry Selby for a while. So the real Barry Selby on Instagram is my unique brand there. But I am Barry Selby on YouTube, on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere else. Great. Well, the links are in the show notes if you're not watching live. So I would recommend this to you guys. And the reason why I would recommend it is I sense that there is a huge change that's coming in the world that because the divine feminine is on the rise, we need to have our batteries full. There's a lot of work that needs to be done to be able to pull the earth to where it needs to go. Humanity. I mean, the earth is like, okay, go ahead and die. I'll just grow over your bones. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, the earth, but it's humanity. The planet is the planet is safe. Trust me. We are not safe. And one of the things that I super love about Barry is how grounded he is, how on mission he is, how astute he is, what a boss he is in the very best way possible. You know, he's not toxic. He's like done the work. And one of the things that I really notice is if you're in a, a lady circle trying to figure out why you're having difficulty with your male relationships, you're in the wrong place. You actually have to sit across the table from a man so that you can heal your relationship with the divine masculine. And this is may sound like I'm taking you to church, but you guys always know at the end of the show, I do a wrap up and I tell you why, why is this important to me that you are so full? Well, one, come on. Why does it have to be more important to me that you're so full, you're so happy, you're so delighted that it, than it is to you? think about that do you have to wait for me to give you permission to be happy because that's what I'm doing please be happy please get help to be happy and if anything that I've said today has annoyed you great if it's turned you on great let's just all start to wake up and open our eyes to the big fat lies of love and relationships and being in them like you remember from the beginning of the show where this this writer was talking about how, you know, sort of pedantic and boring we are, we all are at our base level. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think we're here to be ecstatic about our love relationships. I think we're here to be ecstatic about each other. And this is one thing that I can say. I'm ecstatic about the work that Barry does in the world. I think, like, if you follow him on Instagram uh, or wherever he is, I follow him on Instagram. <laughs> so get over there. Buy his program. Thank Adios. you for listening to Big Fat Lies <laughs> with business coach, shaman, and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain. 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.